This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And a pleasure to be joined right now by Jean Chatsky, who's financial editor for NBC's Today Show. She's also personal finance ambassador for AARP and founder and CEO of multimedia company Her Money, uh, also host of the new podcast Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien. Plus, she just happens to be part of the University of Pennsylvania family, and great to have her with us. Jean, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I know you have looked uh, a lot about how uh, finances uh, and women have been impacted. And I wanted to start there and touch on, uh, obviously, the impact of the pandemic on women and their finances over the last couple of years. What have you seen? And and maybe more importantly, what are some of the paths to try and and, and alleviate some of the, the pain that we've seen over the last couple of years? Yeah, it's it's been incredibly hard on, on women, as you know. Um, the pressures at home to take care of kids, take care of older adults, parents mostly, um, at the same time that you are trying to work remotely um, or to work in some sort of hybrid way, have have been a huge whammy um, and forced millions of women out of the workforce, um, uh, many of whom are trying to figure out what their next step is. But um, it's been a it's been a very tough pandemic for that section of the people. You know, on the other hand, I think we probably should acknowledge that for some people, uh, the pandemic has brought some sort of a windfall. You know that that this has been an opportunity because you're not commuting, you're not potentially eating out as much, you're not traveling as much. Uh, to sock away additional savings. And uh, we want to make sure that, that this year, both our um, women in the audience of, of hermoney.com who are looking to get back on their feet, but also those who are looking to maximize that money that they've socked away financially. So in general, when you're talking about the beginning of the year, what are the things that you focus on as elements that people should consider looking at in, around their personal finances? The beginning of the year is when we look to make fresh starts. I'm sure you're familiar with Katie Milkman's research on fresh yep. starts. She's a, she's a Wharton professor, and you know, and and we we lean on her findings that tell us this is a great time if you're going to set some goals, if you are going to um, try to save more, try to invest more for retirement, try to simply learn more about investing. Um, this is a good time to set some goals. But as I as I heard my friend Aaron Lauer talking to you in the last segment, we want to make sure that any of our goals are strategic, that they're measurable, that they're real, that they have numbers and dates attached to them, because otherwise they're just wishes and dreams. And um, unfortunately, wishes and dreams are a lot harder to attain than goals and benchmarks. So I would say when you are Starting out this year, you want to tackle your money to make sure that your bases are covered. That means your emergency savings, your protection plan. Do you have enough in terms of life insurance and disability insurance to get you off on the right footing should something come along and and hit you hard like the pandemic did for so many people? Then we want to look at our, our retirement we want to make sure that we are socking away at least 15% for those long-term goals. That money can go into a 401k. Um, if you have one available to you, it can include matching dollars at 15%. I know that number sounds high to people who are not 
saving that much right now, um, if that's you, don't worry so much about the number. Just try to nudge yourself up there. Um, so if you're saving 2%, try to start saving 4%. Try to start saving 6%. Get yourself there in increments. It's a lot easier to succeed that way. And then I would also say it's a really, really good time to take a look at your asset allocation. If you're not one of those people in a target date retirement fund where the asset allocation is taken care of for you, um, yeah. there is a very good chance, because the markets have run up so much, that you have more in stocks than you intended to have in stocks. And now is a really great time to just do a little rebalancing, make sure that your mix of stocks and bonds and cash is where you want it to be, make sure it's age appropriate for your age, your distance from retirement and your tolerance for risk. Joined by Gene Chatsky. Uh, I guess then when you think about the everyday elements that people also should probably consider here, you want to take stock as well on the expenses that you have that you deal with every day or every month, whatever it might be, uh, to get a, a better handle on uh, on where those are taking you right now. Because if there are ways to be able to trim that down, you, that that's that little extra that you can add into the mix. Or a lot extra. I, I run a coaching yeah. program um, called Finance Fix. You can find it at hermoney.com. And we get people into their numbers so that they can see what's coming in, what's going out, and where it's going. And if you've never gotten honest with your data, if you've never paid attention to exactly what you're talking about, where is my money going, then I guarantee that this is an eye-opening experience. Um, because you're right, there are so many opportunities to maximize your savings, to say, oh, my gosh, I did not realize I was spending so much money on ride shares. You know, if I took public transportation every other time, I would be able to put a couple extra hundred dollars into my savings every single month. That translates into, uh, you know, an additional couple thousand dollars by the end of the year. That's how we take incremental changes and we make them into real and lasting changes. That's the that's the old Starbucks coffee philosophy, correct? It is. You know, you're not going to catch me using the coffee um, example much because okay. I'm just tired of it. And I think I think a lot of people are tired of it, too. But I will say that for most people, when we get them into their data, the expenses that surprise them the most are the food expenses. Um, it's so easy to swipe, right? It's so easy to just, you don't even have to swipe anymore. You just tap your card or you, ta you, you know, raise your phone to the kiosk and, and that's it. You are, you are done. You walk in, you pick up your food and, and you're out of there. And that speed of spending has made spending a lot more invisible and a little too easy um, for, for many, many people. Interestingly, if you have a pet, particularly I think if you have a dog, um, mm -hmm. the other category that seems to surprise people is pets. Yeah, and the expenses that, that are tied to them. There's no question about that. 
Um, yep. Let me ask you. Let me ask you finally, because this is kind of a twofold question here. Obviously, with the pandemic, we've seen you know so many people uh, moving from one job to the other. The issue of you know moving from one to the other for pay is one side of the story. But the other side of it is also the high rate of, of retirement we've seen by people, mm-hmm. you know, in their fifties, getting to sixty over the last uh, over the last several months. Talk about that from two from both sides of that how the the impact of the pay change is impacting people's mindset, but also how older generations really need to be prepared as well because of that retirement savings issue because of this pandemic. Yeah, they're both important issues. I would say the thing to remember when you do get a bump in pay, whether it comes through a job change, which is the way to get the biggest bump, we know, or you just manage to negotiate a raise, is that you got to capture it in your savings. Otherwise, human beings um, are very adaptable, and it will only be one or two paychecks until you start to forget how you ever lived on less money. So make sure that you bump up your contributions to emergency savings, your HSA, your 529, your 401k, anything else you're looking to save for as soon as that raise or pay bump comes through. As far as the um, the retiree segment of the great resignation goes, it, it throws people more quickly than they expected into this challenging scenario of figuring out how to make their money last as long as they do. And for people who've been focused on accumulation for not just years, but for decades, that is a very heavy switch to flip. It's a great time to go out and find somebody to help you make a plan so that you can actually make your money last. You're going to want to pay very close attention to your Social Security claiming strategy, which particularly if you are divorced or widowed or have a a decent-sized age discrepancy between you and your spouse can be really complicated. And you're going to want to make sure that you know um, which buckets of money to pull from first. And that usually requires some help. For anybody who doesn't have a financial advisor who's looking for a financial advisor, if you go to our website, which is, again, hermoney.com, you'll see a button that says find an advisor. You can just click there, and it'll it'll get you to an appointment that you can access um, for free. And any good financial advisor, by the way, will talk to you for free at the first appointment. All right. Jean, pleasure to have you on the show for a few moments. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Gene Chatsky, uh, finance editor with uh, NBC's Today Show and also uh, founder and CEO of the multimedia company Her Money and host of the new podcast, Everyday Wealth. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.